Are you looking to take control of your healthcare journey and make informed decisions? In this episode, we are talking with Barbara Gaynor, who emphasizes the crucial role of advocacy in healthcare and how it can empower patients to navigate the complexities of the healthcare system. If you or your loved ones want to learn more about how an advocate can benefit you, this episode is a must. Join us as we dive into the world of healthcare advocacy on this episode of Coffee with Tea. So please, stick around and enjoy the show. Hey there, do you love podcasts? If so, you're in the right place. By subscribing to our podcast for only $1.99 a month, you'll gain access to engaging and thought-provoking content while at the same time showing your support and appreciation. With regular episodes that cover a wide range of topics, you're sure to find something that interests you. Plus, subscribing is quick and easy. Just hit that subscribe button now and never miss an episode. Join our community of podcast lovers and get ready to be entertained, informed, and inspired. Thanks for listening. friends and welcome to another episode of Coffee with Tea. I'm your host Tanya Tyler and I'm excited because we're going to connect with an old friend of mine, Ms. Barbara uh, Gaynor. And we're going to talk about what she's been up to, you know, since the last conversation we had. So before we get into like what she's been doing and to where she's at, I want to introduce Ms. Barbara to the show. Ms. Barbara, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Tanya. Appreciate it. Please forgive me on my tongue tie. We were laughing earlier today and I'm like, sometimes I get too, too, my tongue gets ahead ahead of me. So forgive me. We've been in this conversation before. And for those who are not familiar, she had a great episode about hospice. And so a lot has changed since you, we had that conversation. And so tell me, Miss Barbara, remind us who you are and what you do. And then we can get into what's been going on with you since. Okay, thank you. So Barbara Gaynor, nurse and uh, board certified patient advocate. Uh, since my last talk with you about hospice and getting people to know about hospice, I've changed my business from Braddock Legal Nurse Consulting to Braddock Consulting and Advocacy. I added advocacy to that because I've realized that a lot of people have no idea about what's happening with their health care and they are not a part of it. So my goal is to help them to navigate the complexities of the healthcare system by educating them and empowering them so that they don't feel like they are intimidated when they go to a hospital or go to their doctor's appointments or anything like that, including even paying their medical bills. You know, there is help out there. So right. that's what I've been doing. Well, like so you're, I have to say, you, you've been an advocate for the African-American community in general, because we had the, I remember from our last conversation about hospice and informing them about, you know, what hospice could do. And now you're, like I said, you're still an advocate for, I'm not saying all audience, but specifically the African-American community, because there's something, there's a lot of stuff that we're missing on. So can exactly. you tell us a little, before we dive into it, like, what made you pivot? 
It made me pivot for myself. Earlier this year, I was diagnosed with malt lymphoma of the stomach, which is has to do with your lymph system and the lymph nodes in your stomach, that sort of thing. And so I had to go through radiation and all that. But for me as a nurse and curious as to know what was going on, I did my research so that when I was talking to my doctors, I could have an informed conversation with them. I knew what their treatment plan was. It was either this plan or that plan. I researched what kind of radiation it would be. And we had a good conversation, you know, so my healthcare. So for me, I said, well, there are people out there who don't know, especially our African-American and our people of color who uh, don't know this kind of thing. Now, not just to say it's only them, everybody. Uh, has this issue, but more so our African-American and people of color, that community is not really aware of what services are out there in the community. As I talked about with hospice, a lot of them have no idea. So with the advocacy, I've broadened my horizon here to include them, talk with them, and, you know, just have that conversation with them because education is empowerment. And you go to the doctor and you have no idea. And I had that experience with myself where my primary doctor did not believe that because I had radiation to the stomach, I was not able to take my regular medications and stuff. And he just shooed me away and put stuff in his notes that I am very, very upset about. But as a friend of ours said, when they go low, we go high. So I went and I advocated for myself by talking to my other healthcare providers who gave me what I needed. So it's about, you don't have to stay with one doctor all the time, even if he's, what the new word is, gaslighting you, especially for women. So we have this conversation. So uh, in the future, I'll be having talks, just five minute snippets to just say, hey, do you know such and such and that kind of that kind of information to get out there to them so that they are aware. Yes. Right. <laughs> well, like I said, you're always a wealth of knowledge, especially like so you have a passion with your nursing and, and stuff like that. So, you know, I know being a woman of color myself that we hesitate on going to the doctor. So what's mm-hmm. what's the biggest thing that you think is a drawback for for our community as to not asking questions? It's the old adage. You, you trust the doctor to tell you the right thing. And if he says, oh, no, it's no big deal. But deep in your gut, you know that you know that something is wrong. That's when you need to have an advocate, even if it's a friend, a parent or, you know, your husband, your wife or so. But just so you have somebody who can help you to say, no, if this is what's wrong, let's find another way. Because there's just not one way. One doctor may say, no, it's no big deal. And another doctor may say, hey, yes, we have we have to find something. So they hear you. This is the thing. Listening to a patient is key in this healthcare system. And also you being proactive in your healthcare is number one. You have to be. So you can't be afraid. You can't be afraid of asking questions. The CDC has it out on their website as to what to do when you go to a a doctor's appointment. 
ask the questions, at least have three to five questions that are really pressing to you. And don't feel like the, the, the visit is scheduled for probably 20 to 40 minutes. But if you're feeling like it's like, oh, I'm in here for 10 minutes, you've been waiting in the waiting room for however long, you get in there and in two twos of a bunny's tail, you're out the door and you're, 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 your concerns have not been addressed. So seeing that for me, I saw that there is a need for people to have somebody to liaison with them. I don't make this as a as an advocate, I don't make decisions for you, but I want you to be aware of what is happening to you and how you can best navigate this situation so that you do get the best out of your healthcare and your healthcare healthcare providers. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you make some really great points. And I and I'm sitting here thinking like my last time I went to the doctors is amazing. You have these all these thoughts, these words in your head before you get to the doctor. You get in there, they start to tell you, you know, this is from your results and this is from your results. And then they sit there and say, well, do you have any questions? And you're like you're automatically no. saying no. <laughs> But you do, you do. So (laughs) for the inside scoop, which is why you would hire an independent is to say, okay, when he says, do you have any questions? I can chime in and say, yes. So what is it really that you're saying about her cholesterol level? What does that really mean? Are there lifestyles that she needs to change? Is there anything that she needs? Is there an, another healthcare provider that needs to be on our team, like a, a nutritionist or somebody like a, if it's for physical, so probably a physical therapy or occupational mental health specialist? All those questions, you know, your body tells the story. Our body is so unique and it tells you what's going on. You go to the doctor for them to interpret what's happening. And they, sometimes they don't know. That's why it's called practicing medicine. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but on a serious note, yes. And they do do their best. Doctors do really and truly advocate for them. There are some that their bedside manner is not all that hot, but they do do good by you. And there are some that are like, well, okay, fine. I don't care. But it is noted, it is noted, studies have shown that our white counterparts get more time in the doctor's office than people of minority, people of color. And so, so it's just a matter that we have to own our place, know what's really going on so we can do better for ourselves. And you don't, don't, you know, if he says, well, you have diabetes. Okay. Well, what does that mean? Some people to this day don't really know. They just say, well, it's sugar in your blood, but how does it happen? So my goals usually is to teach you the root cause of what is happening and how you can mitigate that. Right. Because education is key. Right. And I, this is a point where I want to remind everybody that Ms. Barbara has been dropping nuggets. So if you've been picking them up, please give us a thumbs up, maybe follow down with a comment below because she's helping us communicate. It's basically communicating with your doctor, right? Correct. So, so and I, I know you sent me over an information sheet and I was reading that an advocate can go in and with you and, and visit you in your hospital and, and stuff like that. So basically, What's before we really dive into like what you can do and stuff like that? What's 
couple of key things that, you know, before we go to the doctors, we should be, maybe should we write our questions down so we don't forget what, what is, you know, what can Absol- we do to prepare? Okay. Absolutely. So first thing, have at least three to five questions that have, that you need to address with your doctor. If you are taking medications and all of a sudden you're having headaches or nausea, vomiting or that sort of thing, you need to write that down. You need to let them know what's happening. You need to let them know what symptoms you are having. I go to a mechanic and I say, my car is not working. Okay, what's going on? Well, I don't know. You're the mechanic. You fix it. Well, the same thing with a doctor. You can't just go in there and say, there's something wrong with me, fix it. If you don't give him the in, the information he needs to kind of put the puzzle pieces together, know which way, which, which plan of care he's going to be executing for you. So write down your questions, have pen and paper so you can write it down. Ask the doctor if they mind if you record the quest, the, 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 the conversation, because your kids or your husband or your partner is going to ask you and you're not going to be re- remembering because you are so dazed with what's happening. And third, I mean, fourthly, make sure that you are engaged in the conversation. Don't just take anything at face value, question it. Because a doctor prefers for you if you show that you are engaged in your healthcare, your doctor will definitely be engaged with you. So you put in what you get out. So make sure that you have all. So one, make sure you write down all your questions that you have. You may be gardening and you find that you just get short of breath. Don't shoo-shoo it away. That can be something to do with your heart or with your lungs. You're walking and all of a sudden you have a pain in the back of your leg. Don't shoo-shoo it. Talk to the doctor. It could be as compression nerve in your back. They call it sciatica. It can be anything, but you don't want to not address everything. Now, am I saying to be paranoid about every ache and pain? No. What I'm saying is when these things happen to you, write down the date, the time, and what you were doing. Right. So when you go to your doctor, you can say, this is what it is. No, if it is a 911 situation, by all means, I mean, go to the hospital, get, get things done. And if you are able to have your your um, your in, your questions fresh in mind or a little piece of paper in your pocketbook or your wallet, then fine, address them with that with the doctor or so. But make sure that you don't go by yourself. And this thing of secrecy can be devastating. And I'll give you an example. I found out two years ago that I was adopted. I did not know. And so the healthcare history that I grew up with is null and void. So I had to research from my new family what my true health history was, only to find out that my biological father, all the illnesses he had, thank you very much, dad, I have them now. (laughs) (laughs) you know, but that's not the history I grew up with. So that's a very, very important factor to know also. So secrets are devastating, especially if you are having a a, a health crisis and you have nowhere to turn, you know, so absolutely, absolutely. 
you like so you got some good points. You have me thinking about my father because he'll he has COPD and some days you have good days and bad days. But then when I go to the doctors, I'm sitting right next to him. He'll, the doctor will say, well, how do you feel, sir? Oh, I'm OK. But I'm thinking, but dad, you just said. So, so you talk, <laughs> up, you speak up for him and then you 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 engage your, your you engage your doctor. Have him ask him what he's eating. Have him ask him you know, because things can trigger your your COPD, your foods, your environment. If you have pets, those kind of things. If you haven't changed the filter in your in your in your house for it, all things, it, it, it all ties together. So we just have to be proactive. Right. I love it. Like I said, I, I, I always love having you on here because you always inform, you know, get us thinking about the stuff. And that's basically what an advocacy person does. Right. Is good. Yes. So what's the one thing we you know, you you want to advise people for what you do that, that maybe they're not really understanding that what an advocate can do for them? So for me and for other advocates out there, you want to make sure that they are board certified. However, not all of them need to be uh, board certified, but it's like getting somebody who is a mechanic. Would you prefer to have a certified mechanic work on your car or just somebody who, yeah, he's good, but you know, he might just tinker and tinker and get it right or wrong, you know? So, yeah. So for me uh, at Braddock Consulting and Advocacy, I attend visits, physician visits with you either in person here in Ohio, Northern Kentucky or Southeastern Indiana, or I can do it virtually, be on the phone and stuff. I make, I make a list of questions that you have uh, for your doctor and encourage you also to make a list of some questions so that there is a conversation going on. And then I can offer a report if you so wish to have a report on that. I can also uh, go ahead and do your medications, organize them. If you're taking more than five meds, we need to have a conversation because is it that the doctor stopped you, but you are still taking them or what's really going on? Because a lot of people, doctors give them new medications, but never told them, hey, stop taking so-and-so or they don't remember. And so they're still taking it. And so that's it. If you're in the hospital, your loved one or you or so are in a hospital and you don't think you're getting the, the right uh, treatment or you just need somebody there to talk on your behalf, especially those people who live alone and have no family nearby or so, get an advocate to help you uh, with that. Educating people about new diagnoses that they have. They have no idea, just like me with my uh, lymphoma here. I can do the research, I can figure out exactly what's going on, and then I can give you information so you can talk to your doctor about what's really happening. So those are the things. And then there is the dreaded conversations that we have with both parent and child. And well, I want, and I want, and know you that I can come in the middle and I can say, okay, let's hear what mom and dad have to say. Let's hear what the kids have to say. And okay, kids understand that this is not about you. This is about your parents. We say this too in hospice. This is about your parents and what they want, not what you feel like you should want them to do. You know, so having that kind conversation, listening is key. So my clients are those families who are solo agers, 
live by themselves in long-term care, in assisted living, or in independent living. Families who are away um, from their loved ones out of state and they have no idea what's going on. Call me. (laughs) (laughs) I said great information and I want to wrap it up. What's the one thing you want people to take away from this interview if they don't hear anything else? The one thing I'd like people to take away from this right now is to understand that advocates work for you. I'm an independent. We are not covered by insurance, but um, a lot of us uh, do do pro bono some, but you it's more of a out-of-pocket expense for you. So knowing that, but knowing that you need to have somebody in your corner is key because you look like a deer in headlights and you need somebody who is staying and right there for you, knowing that they are in your corner helping you. That's it. Yeah. Right. Thank you so very much. And here's my official question, because I know you you hinted to it, but please tell us where we can find more information about you, your services and what you do. Okay. So Braddock Consulting and Advocacy, we are... um, here in, located here in Cincinnati, telephone number 513-250-0617. I also have a website, braddockconsultingadvocacy.com. And you can also email me at barbara at braddockconsultingadvocacy.com. I am pleased to help. And for those listening to the podcast, can you spell it the Braddock part so they... Okay, so that's <laughs> D as in boy, R-A, D as in David, D as in David, O-C-K, Braddock Consulting, C-O-N-S-U-L-T-I-N-G, Advocacy, A-D-V-O-C-A-C-Y. <laughs> She's like, I didn't know she's going to have me on here as a spelling bee. Oh, no, hey, you know, <laughs> and some people will say, well, where does Braddock come from? And it's like, I'm paying homage to my the street name where I lived in Florida. So, and yes, I moved from Florida to, to Ohio. I don't regret it. <laughs> well, thank you, Ms. Barbara. Thank you for coming on and sharing more information. And I hope people reach out because like I said, you offer a valuable service and I think it's very valuable. So no matter what your age is, seek a consult or an an advocate because like I said I've sit there and like I don't know I know you know like I said you have all these words till you get in the office you're like I can't remember so yeah thank you for sharing your insight absolutely thank you for having me and I do do speaking engagement so just hit me up if somebody needs me to talk for talk to their group or so yes yes ma'am thank you and I want to remind you, thank you again for sharing your insight and everyone who tuned in that please feedback is always welcome. And remember, all the links that Barbara mentioned will be posted down in the description box below. So please check it out down there in the juice gems. And if you've enjoyed what Barbara shared today, please give us a thumbs up. Hit that like button. Let us know we're doing a great job. Or if you have some questions, please follow up in the comments below. Again, if you want to continue getting more of the great insights that Ms. Barbara shared and others, please hit that subscribe button over there. And remember, take things in stride, go with the flow, and create your own path. And we will see you back here on another episode of Coffee with Tea. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.